Well, it's April here in Minneapolis, but this is September. A little earth, wind, and fire. It's the Calhoun Club Podcast with loving husband, Eric D'Souza. Hello? Hey, is this Eric D'Souza? <laughs> this, is, this is Mike Ryder and Zach Bry. How are we doing? Good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Just having, our, having ourselves a bit of a Sunday. You got uh you got any uh, PBA bowling on this morning or what are you up to? <laughs> PBA bowling? Uh no. No no bowling. It is I should be though. That's what Sundays are made for. <laughs> PBA action, but no, I was I had a, a long night last night so I was sleeping in yeah, the morning. <clears throat> that was actually the first thing we wanted to talk to you about. How was the how was the guest bartending last night? Well, I actually we had our Bernard commercial club, uh fundraiser so i was down in bernard oh geez so I, and then and then i came back up to cascade <laughs> wow that is a <laughs> oh double god yeah philanthropy that's uh, that's what that's what <laughs> yeah, you're, you're all about giving community. back to the people giving back to yeah. the local the community you're you're a yeah. staple in the cascade <laughs> community and how much money do you think you guys raised <laughs> um i don't know i don't know uh exact number but um we're <clears throat> what we're doing was trying to buy a new pitching machine. I think we're going to be able to. Oh, yeah, McMullen was actually telling us that. I mean, McMullen's looks yeah. alone probably doubled your tips up there. Yeah, I mean, what? we, uh, <laughs> we with him up there and, and Roman Brett, you know, those are some... Were they doing the old one for you, one for me sort of thing with the shots <laughs> and that? <laughs> I, I don't know. When I, when I showed up, I don't remember much about showing up. I, I, was, I was there. Uh, Mentally, mentally, I was a little bit out of it at that point. You were fatigued at that point. I was. It it, it had been a long night. One thing's for sure. You got cold bush light. The old Cascade community is going to show up. They're coming out in force. And McMullen said people were ordering, like, rum and Cokes and stuff, and he he didn't even know how to make them, so he'd just give them a bush anyways. McMullen does. McMullen yeah. knows how to crack open a can, and that's about it. Don't but ask him to mix any drinks together. It's it's terrific that you guys are able to get the pitching machine, and I think it's cool how Two Gingers is about like doing events like that from time to time to get stuff for the community and give back as well. It's pretty cool. And I'm sure with the excess money, it's going straight into your honeymoon fund, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. That's, yeah, that, that, people didn't know that. <laughs> that's an, he's got an offshore account here. He's, he's yeah. just been funneling money laundering. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> terrific! But great event all around. Um, and speaking of what, I mean, you're probably mentally drained from that, but as well as just having one of the greatest weekends of your life last last weekend, marrying Amber. Um, 
We have four events that we've picked out that we think are pretty special to you, and we want you to power rank them one through four. And the events are your wedding last weekend, winning a state baseball title, winning the Nard Tourney last year, and then the last one is the day you turned the head Beckman baseball coaching position down to be an assistant at Cascade (laughs) instead. Sign with the Cougars. So I have to I have to rank those. I would I would well I, I better tell I, I got to put Mary and Amber as number one. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, happy no, wife, happy wife. I like I like yep, strategy. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't know if she'll listen to this, but if she does, I better better put that one she'll number be, one. She'll be proud um, of you. She'll be proud. Yeah, um, and then it's got to be Bernard tournament. I mean, winning it with <laughs> I think we've won it three times now. It's I mean, when July. 20th rolls around. We, Bernard, we just—it's <laughs> peak really season. Bernard, Bernard comes is, to life. Yeah, we. So that's got to be number two. I mean, that's, we start rolling. Bearsville tournament kind of is our is the time we really turn it on. You always want to win your last game. That's what we always think. So yeah. those other tournaments are fun, but and the best the, the team that wins their last game is always yeah. the best. And I think so. the other teams in the league. <laughs> Recognize that as well. That Bernard's kind of the granddaddy of them all. It's surpassed, I think, even the Cascade tournament in recent years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and um, you know, we didn't have it. We didn't have one a couple of years ago. So I think this year was like the first annual tournament. You know, because you can't, you can't call it the thirty-something annual. Yeah, yeah, you restarted. We restarted. Yeah, restarting the tradition. Yeah, um, and then um, what were the other two? I never won a state championship in baseball. We got. We got a uh, second. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Damn. Well, yeah. still, that's... It's an accomplishment. That is an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You guys, you, you guys, Wikipedia guys, that where you get your information? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's our bad. That was just poor research. No, that's, no so, uh, no, but that would probably be up there, and then, then, uh... Never got offered the Beckman coaching job, but uh, it would have been yours. Got, if it was won. basically yours. Have, that was the grapevine stuff going around. <laughs> that was I did. Um, I was offered a job there, like right out of high school. My after my freshman year at Lawrence, they offered me the freshman job there, um, and I did. I did. They took the um, the Cascade one instead. So yep. that was, but it turned out to be a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I like where I'm at. <laughs> You're building a legacy. You know, if you would have gone to if you would have gone to Beckman, I mean they've already won state titles and stuff. You want to be the yeah. first to do something and just build a build yeah. a program from the ground up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But you know, speaking of, you know, the the day you ranked number one, I think uh, it was pretty electric, uh, especially the dance floor. You know, I've I've heard some things that Max Huffman might have uh, blown out his pants. Can you confirm? <laughs> That that is that is uh, I can confirm he that? did he did bust the scene. Um, I can also confirm that he took him back to Milroy's and they didn't say anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fry, the funny thing is, yeah. Fry has a very similar story. Tell yeah, about your um, recent pants here. You know. <laughs> Dustin Jock, yeah. like the good Samaritan he is, kind of set me up with his little sister for the night, just to dance and stuff. Uh, it's always good to have a dance partner at events <laughs> like that. And I think Get Low was on, and <laughs> it was peak of the song when you're really going down for it. And yeah. 
it, it, it ripped pretty hardcore. At that, well I mean, me. at that point, the adrenaline was running. It you was, were just, you were right where you needed to be. Oh, God, it was unbelievable. I mean, when you guys have the free mixies as well at the wedding, it just sets a whole yeah, other, it really a whole things other up level. A little bit, and I just, I couldn't control myself. And that was probably like 9.30, 9.45. And I went over to Reagan and I was like, Ray, is it that noticeable? And like a good friend, he told me, yes, it is. So... I kind of, I pulled this those. my ass hanging Yeah, out. it was, the American Eagle underwear were, uh, they were blatant out there. And on display. I threw, I threw the shirt out. I untucked the shirt and just pulled it down and then just kept going. Oh, just, you just let her eat then. There was no turning back at that point. At that point, I almost question if you don't just go no pants. I don't know. <laughs> it would have been more fun. But old, old Navy accepted the return. Yeah, I took them back to Old Navy yesterday. They didn't even say anything. Gave him another pair. I, I, I lied a little but I, I said I have an office job and I just went down to sit and I buy their pants a lot and it made it busted. It was it was a long well, winter well, for me. Just not the same shape I used to be. Played old navy like a fiddle. <laughs> well Max Max actually um he that's that's not the first time he's done it. Is he somewhat and, uh, is he somewhat addicted to going through his pants? He's got a problem. Yeah, and he, he took his pants off, and he had an old lady sew them up so that they would be sewed back together, and then he went back and hung the dance floor. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, see, I wish, so I, wish I would have the networking you don't and, have a people, story like that, and people skills that Max has to find someone that has a sewing machine just in the wedding. That's where having a sales deal. job just pays off for you in your personal life. You you know how to connect with people. That's that's the Max yeah. Huffman special. Damn, yeah, extremely relatable. Dude, Eric, another thing I really liked was the the clinking of the glasses was out at your wedding. That's old news. You That's guys went the, the the kiss or the make out for the kiss in return. I really liked that. Yeah, I mean, put people on the spot. That's what you know. We want our whole theme was let and love grow. Yeah, you know, let, yeah. Come love up there, give. Love spreads. Show them you love each other. Oh, yeah. And um, I was sitting by Ragan and McMullen when we found out about that. I thought it would have been pretty funny for us to go up there and just kind of the fake the make out in front of everyone, like kind of uh, like in and out it and just see if you how people would respond to do that. <laughs> but I think, it, I think it would have went over well. Yeah. Those guys, Ragan isn't exactly the type to put himself out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been a little out of his comfort zone. Yep, yep. <laughs> also good to uh, see some of the old Cascade teachers. Uh, you know, some legends like Ryan Altier were there, so it was a good time all around. But um, how's how's how have you settled in over at Cascade Elementary? Eric, what grade are you teaching? We were wondering that. I teach, so I teach um, K six special ed. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. So I have, yep. So I have um, kindergarten all the way up to to sixth grade. And then I love it. I I mean, I uh, keeps me busy. There's always something going on, and Dude, it's, a, I was, it's a lot of fun. I was I was saying teaching and uh, having that summer baseball gig. I feel like that's one of the better gigs. That's an underrated gig. Being a coach and a yeah, teacher. Yeah, it it uh, they always say that the three reasons to teach are June, July, and August. <laughs> yep. That's really true. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's I actually point. had that down on the notes list too. The three biggest reasons, baby. And it's, <laughs> It, yeah, you're gonna. You got anything planned for the summer other than baseball? Any trips or anything? Some golfing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna golf. Actually, um, Amber and I are gonna go take a trip at some point. I don't know if we're gonna have like a mini honeymoon that we gotta take. So there you go. Um, do that, and I think we're gonna try to. We might uh, 
I want to come up to uh, Minneapolis and see the Angels play the Twins. This Hell summer. yeah, well, dude. Yeah, do you have any idea what weekend that'd be? It is, it's July 4th weekend. That's the only problem. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, you, so you might have to miss the third and Dubuque and all that's that. That's a big weekend, though, up here, though. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, you know, you know every, every third or fourth of July, we go to kids' uh, pool parties. So I can't miss kids that. That's pool parties. <laughs> have, you, have you been to Target Field up here yet, Eric? I, I haven't. That's, I was actually just talking to um, a couple people last night. I want, That is one of I want to go there. Pittsburgh and uh, Fenway are the three fields that I really want to get Dude, to. Yeah, Fenway. Yeah, Fenway. I would definitely say get there. I went to. It was one of Derek Jeter's last game there, and it was just it was sick. I've been there quite a few times, but it's yeah. it's a, it's a special place for sure. That place is I awesome. I think I think if if I go, I'm gonna spend the money and get the uh, the monster seats. Oh, that'd be sweet. That would be huge. You got to do the tour too, dude. The tour is real cool. Is it? Yeah. I've never. I've. See, I've been to. Uh, I've been to Dodger Stadium. That was really cool too. I got to sit out in left field with the the locals, uh, <laughs> and it was quite the experience. I think there was like one cop to every one person out there. Keep um, <laughs> going. There was a lot. I've I've been there, and but I want to. Yeah, I want to get to uh, to Fenway. No, yeah. Fry caught a game there earlier. Well, yeah. it is pretty sick, isn't it? I haven't at, even. I haven't been yet. Field, yeah. yeah, it's nice. And the thing about the Twins is they're such a small market that the tickets are pretty affordable. Yeah, you can get the best part, right? really yeah. good tickets for like tw- even twenty, thirty bucks, and you got pretty good seats. That's, that's the, the worst Twins. part about being a Cubs fan. They just don't. The Cubs oh just do God. not come here, dude. Oh. They just they never play and each other. If you go to Wrigley, even the bleacher seats. I was in Wrigleyville last weekend visiting, or last year visiting Jake Brock, and they were playing the Cardinals. So granted, it was hyped up a bit, but even bleacher general admission seats in the outfield were like 130 140 bucks a piece <laughs> for outfield. It's just insane. Yeah, I went to, I, went, I had a bachelor party last year, and I went to, uh, it was the Phillies, and the Phillies were awful. Yep. Um, but it was a Saturday, Saturday day game, and I think tickets were like $80, $90 for yeah. bleacher Jesus. seats. It's and crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, they have. You can't get in for under seventy-five bucks. Dude, they have a they have a deal up here. I think it's on Wednesday night. It's it's if you're a student, yeah, it's ten dollars. And the yeah. T Wolves had one. Me and we and my buddy, we went to games for ten dollars. And and at Target That's, Field, yeah. it's five bucks. Yeah, like you literally you just, just and all you need is a old all you need is an ID. email. Yeah. You just need an email to get the tickets. Yeah. It's a joke. So that's yeah, yeah that's I, nice. I know the Angels. I was listening to the Angels. One of my buddies works for StubHub, and he lives in Anaheim. Um, he was just back for the wedding. Um, I don't know if you remember, Fry, you remember Logan Potter, pitched for Bernard yeah. for a little bit? Yeah, I remember him. Okay, yeah, he works for StubHub. He was telling me that the Angels have a deal where it's 40 bucks a month, and then you get a ticket to every game, every home game, but you don't know what it's at. Like, you can have a terrible ticket, or you, so it's like just, I mean, that would be great. That. I would absolutely bucks? do that. Like, who cares? Like, if you don't yeah, go to a game, bucks a month. like, who cares? Yeah. If you get a shitty ticket, and the thing you just is, don't yeah, go. And the thing yeah. is, for those teams that don't sell out, even if you get a shitty ticket, you can always just move down anyway. So as long as you, get, right. yeah. as long as you get in the stadium, it's whatever. Yeah. But he said, you know, you go, you yeah. spend forty bucks a month for the tickets. Dude, that was the thing to do at, Fen- at Fenway a couple times. We just got standing rooms only, and like we just went to random games, and we would just creep down and like be like ten rows up, and we we pay like forty bucks just to get in, and then we just have great seats. Yeah, it's the way yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah, yep. even even when I was at Target Field, it was like about a week ago. It was like 
50 mid 50s so decent weather like sun was on us at the beginning and then as the sun moved like it was shadowing like the whole right side of the stadium so by the end of the game there was literally no one sitting on the right side and then the whole entire left side just looked like it was a sellout because everyone wanted the sun it was hilarious just everyone migrating over oh man but i was gonna ask you speaking of teaching like it's been a hot button issue and i know you know east side is known as one of the most hard knocks kind of schools you know in iowa let alone the u.s um how do you feel about bringing the guns in to the school you know protect from the the grizzly bears of course and you know some of the wild animals like betsy devos the united states secretary has kind of been hinting at doing yeah i uh i think I think I would be uh, a little uncomfortable having a, a weapon in school. I think, um, you know, bears haven't been in Iowa for, for a few years, so I think we're, we're good on that aspect. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, at the high school, they already got a couple guns in there. and you, I mean, you know Sal Knapper, right? He's got, he's got the guns just buried <laughs> yeah. under the dress shirt, so if anything gets he's out got, of hand, he'll whip those guns one, out. And one thing's for what, sure, he's got a cutoff on under his dress, his dress shirt. <laughs> He's ready to go at any moment to bring bring kids back in the line, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm 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 good on the the whole gun. I don't think we need any, you know. East, you're right. Eastside is the, the streets are rough here in Kansas. Yeah, and I and people forget I went there. You know, I didn't I didn't have the cushy cushy private school background like you and Michael have. And when I moved up to the city, I think that shows. I can stand up for myself a little bit up here. Hey. We, yeah, we've yeah, got, I mean, Fry's got one of those stories that you'd label as kind of rags to riches. <laughs> that's, that's what it was, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. No one thought I was going to be no, a public accountant coming out of that school. He shouldn't be where he no. is right now. <laughs> you're, you're the story I tell the kids every year about. That's right. Yeah. Rags to riches. So, oh, yeah, yeah. TV yeah. special. Oh, God. You know, those, but, yeah, you got to watch out. That, that East Side basketball hoop. That, uh, it can get some nasty games can get oh, broke yeah. out there. He said, Alex it, Junk literally had to get rushed to the hospital one time. He sliced his arm open so bad on that hoop. That's a, that's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's been some yeah, things but, done to that hoops that people, we can't talk yeah. about. Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, the, the administration wasn't, the, the high school kids this year kept coming up and rolling the hoop and dunking on it. So the... <laughs> Some of the people over at the elementary school weren't liking that too much, so they built a thing where you can't lower the hoop anymore. And high school <laughs> just kids just welded it. Just stick it up yeah. there at like 12 feet, you know. Hey, yeah. Eric, we were going to ask you, while we're talking about Cascade here, I know Cascade recently got a uh, the Dollar General in there and the recent uh, Mexican restaurant in there. How are those, are those seeming to be stimulating the economy there, or how are they, how are they going uh, over? You know, as sad as it sounds, that Dollar General is the greatest thing ever. You can run down there. <laughs> I bet for teachers, too. You can probably find all oh, kinds of good get stuff the supplies. there. Yeah, run, the notebooks. I, the... Oh, yeah, I run down at least two or three times a week if I got to, like, you got to get toilet paper. Or you yeah, need, get you the know, you know, Hello, uh, yeah, the essentials. That's big. Hello time. Kitty stickers reward the students. <laughs> Just they've, they've got those. Yeah, I mean. Get, get the incentives got, uh, for the kids. Yeah, dollar decks of cards. I mean, you, you name it. If they don't have it, you don't need it. It's pretty much. <laughs> the old, much the old, that's the Tyson's motto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it ain't at Tyson's, uh, you don't need it. The Mexican restaurant, I've only been to it once. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, they, got, they got deals on margs, or how are those flowing? 
<laughs> I they don't have because of the setup of the restaurant they can't have alcohol. Eric, what? I I heard is, yeah. it, is it true that the tables are actually set up in the bathroom to make it easier for their customers? <laughs> Yeah, uh, just easier access for the customers kinda, when they're done. You sit down on the toilet yeah. in the stall, and they kind of have uh, it's it's set up like a desk, like a school desk, just pops around the stall, and then you set the food right there. They just slide it under the door for you. It's, <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's 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 good. I haven't been to it too often. But. The black beans and guacamole oh, sweet is what lo- they call lost it. Lost in the sauce. How are the marks down there? Well, he just said they don't have any. <laughs> they don't have any. That doesn't make sense because when I used to work at Made Right. I worked at Made Right in school uh, when I was in school, and they used to have beer even at Made Right. Like they got their alcohol license. Made Right. I don't know how. I don't know. They don't have it. I, I don't know if it's if they're gonna get it or what the what to be like. But man, that that uh, place is not big inside. I didn't. I'd never been in there before. Oh, it is. Well, it's small. One thing, yeah, they're they're efficient. Those restaurants. Yeah, yeah. They. I can see why it's fast food. It's gotta, they gotta get people in and out. Uh, it's, it's, there's only about six it's, tables. It's so. more quantity over quality there at the local restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So. Can you blame them? Nope. No. No. <laughs> All right. Um, now it's time for kind of the main event. The what main people will really be tuning in for is let's talk some Bernard Indian baseball. Here. Hey, we're. Uh, you know, we're we're ready to roll. We're one week away. Yeah. How, how, how the practicing? You get been getting some BP sessions in? <laughs> well, um, we don't believe in that. We believe in, <laughs> in show and go. You just show up. Let, let the talent speak for itself. We don't, yep. you know. So uh, we uh, we got you know it's it's there's big things going on in the field. Getting field got redone this fall. Um, so hey, beer tent extended that, last year, correct? The beer tent. You, what? With so what? many fans out there, you needed to extend it. Yeah, we we expanded the beer tent. It's I mean, we like to say we're the only profitable semi pro team in Eastern Iowa. We don't know if that's true or not, but we're <laughs> gonna say that until someone proves us wrong. So um, I mean, yeah, we're. At the end of the day, if you're putting your uh, work in in the off season, you really shouldn't have to worry about practicing before the season. It should be pretty irrelevant at that yeah, point. I mean, it's just muscle yeah, memory you, at that point. Yeah, if you do what you're supposed to do, like you know, train and work really hard, like we do down in Bernard. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Eric, I honestly get a kick out of like Bernard. Like almost everyone on the team now is like lives in Bernard or has like a pretty good Bernard connection. You know. Yeah, that's what we. That's kind of our favorite thing. Is that it's a brotherhood. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we get guys every once in a while, but we don't usually have to go too far outside of of Bernard to to find guys it's to just play. Just a lot of local talent there, really. Yeah, so. you know, Trummer just moved to Bernard, so yep. um, that's what that, I've that's what I've heard. He's got he's got real easy access to the ballpark and the facilities down there. <laughs> Actually, even even better, he's got access to the bar. You know, <laughs> he's, so he's he's been staying hydrated then, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I tried it out. You night. you know he's going to be fresh on those Sunday morning games. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's one. He's one of those guys. If he's out at the bar nine nine thirty, that's about as late as he stays anymore for those games. He t- he gets in early. Yeah, get your work in early. Gets, get to bed. And gets, get gets, he gets his eight hours. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a. Uh, good, uh, good spring. We're trying to kind of get everything ready to go, but it's gonna have to. You should, uh, you guys should uh, come down and catch a game. Do a, do a little segment from the 
Bernard Ball. I mean, and we'd be and we'd be down to take over the announcing. Yeah, we could even well. hit the mic for you if you wanted. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. That'd be great. You guys <laughs> I mean, we were kind of come born. Down to that. We were born. I mean, we might honestly just come back for just about every game just to announce it. <laughs> is is there a live stream now? Are we getting those games through ESPN the Ocho or lately? Or? Um, What's the streaming? Well, I thought, you know. ESPN had a deal with us, but when they made all those cuts, and they said they, oh, they yeah, just weren't going to be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old South Park reference. And you make some good money off of it. I don't understand why they wouldn't have held you guys, because, you know, if little kids are watching you guys play and some of the activities go on in the dugout, you know, smoking of the cigs, you know, drinking a beer after game, you're, you're teaching them how to play the game the right way, you know? Yeah. Someone to look up you know, to. Uh, yeah, you know, we that's what that's what we try to do down in Vermont. We we don't cut corners. Um, we like to, you know, you play by the rules, but you're, you play by the rules, but you stretch them a little bit. That's um, what you're all about yeah, down yeah. there. And speaking yeah, of, so. you know, smoking cigs, will the Reed Bros, the glue <laughs> of the team, be back and smashing again this year? <laughs> Bye, um, actually, Randy, Randy retired after last <laughs> what? year. What? Um, that is so, seriously just. I don't. He's I'd not having a retirement to. tour. What is he thinking? He, he, uh, he. I think I know he'll play if we really if we need a guy. But um, his son Riley is is a sophomore now. He's and good be, too. So farm yeah, system. We'll, be, well, yeah, we just that's what we do. We develop talent. You know, consistently. You, yeah, you don't you don't out, bring so. them up too early. You you let them hang down there and get their get their talent yep. up. Get you their got skill level. Yeah, Trace need to be. coming up this year too to pitch. Correct. Yep, Trace is our is our promising newcomer coming out of the minors this year. So there's a lot of noise so, coming from that Bernard area, though, isn't there? Yeah, it's just a, just, just a mean, lot to be thankful um, for. And Eric, I just looked up the schedule. So you got the season opener next Saturday in Bernard. It's going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. What, what time? What start are we talking? One o'clock. We're yeah, we're we're looking at a one o'clock start. We don't know if the field's going to be ready yet. Okay. Um, we have an issue. We don't have a mound yet, which would. You know, th- those to tend to be rather important when it comes to the game of baseball, don't they, Eric? Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they're needed. They help. They're a necessity. <laughs> so, uh, so, Goose and the Cubs are coming up for that game, so that'll be a good one. Uh, Beer Town yeah, will be so back, might, of course. We might, we might actually have to switch it and play at Piazza the first game and then have our home opener later. Okay, so <laughs> the fans that are tuning in, just check the Cascade Pioneer that week. We'll have the details in there for you as to where to travel. Yeah. Um, yeah. other, other big games, kind of looking through the schedule here. You guys caught an absolutely huge break, having Placid in Bernard on July 2nd, you know, kind of avoiding having to go to the very hostile environment of Placid. It's tough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, uh, that actually might be, uh, we might, we were thinking about having a little memorial for Shep, like a, a game kind of to, to do some stuff for him, and, um, we're thinking that might be the day that we do it, you know, yeah, it'll be a nice well, Sunday be, before July 4th, yep. but... People cool. would be. People I could even. Out. I could even come back to that. I think I'm going to be back that week too. So that'd be great. That's, to, yeah, that's what we thought. We thought a lot of people would be. Yeah, able that's to be a. Back. That's a great weekend to celebrate. Um, you know his life. So that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. And by then the field would be in good shape, and we'd be ready to roll. And hopefully it's 85, and there's a lot of cold beer. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. The people <laughs> will definitely, you know, come out for that. Um, yeah. July 23rd as well, Bretherston, you know, Brett Featherston and the Orioles are coming to town. And Eric, I got to ask, so you're, you pitch quite a bit when, when your arm's feeling good, you know, you're a grinder up there. If you had to, you know, avoid one guy in all the semi-pros at the plate, you know, bases loaded, two outs, 
bottom of the seventh, if it's late game, or if it's a final bottom of the ninth, who are you trying to avoid at the plate? Who do you not want up at the plate? I cannot. Brett and Roman, I coach with them, and I cannot get them out. Yeah. I, I mean, I those are two guys that I don't, I don't want to see if I don't have to. Um, <laughs> I love. I always like pitching to Nathan Ball. I, I was going to say, who's your, I had a feeling. I, I tell him what I'm, what I'm going to throw, and then he still swings over the top. You get, you get in his head. He's tomahawking up there. and Yeah. so uh, It's a mental no, I, game. Yeah, Brett's hit some balls pretty far off me. He hit one, <laughs> I think it was last year down in uh, Bellevue, I think it's still. It might have landed in the pool. <laughs> um, uh, nice so, yeah, I don't want to see he's, him. He's corn fed, that's for sure. <laughs> We also have a few special semi-pro questions. Um, first one being, would you rather be stuck in a cage with a wild mongoose or check an egg? Um, you know, I probably, I'd probably go in a cage with Chet. He's, he's a big, he's a teddy bear. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, he talks in a big game, but he's, he's a really nice guy. He, He's intense on the field, but you get him off the field. And, he, and he's, pa- he's passionate about the game, and yeah. you got to respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a great person to play against because you, you, just so, always, you always want to beat him because when he wins, he's, yeah. Similar to a Pete to, Rose figure, just going out there and just playing the game. He's, yeah, he's not playing yeah, for friendships good. out there. He's playing to win. No. Play for keys. That's, that's a good he's, – he is the Pete Rose of, of – uh, <laughs> Semi pro. Hopefully he's not betting on yeah, baseball. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he's got that in check. <laughs> there should I should broker, you know, semi pro betting. Try to get it. It's not going to be legal, but it would be interesting just to come up with some lines. Well, like it, it'd be tough to tap into the Vegas market, but it, it give it time, we we might. It would grow the sport. I, I mean, people would tune in if they have money on the line. That oh East, yeah, I mean, that Eastern Iowa market. That's a. That's a low key market. You're There's playing with dynamite, there. though. You're playing with dynamite. Lot to gain, lot yeah. to lose. Yeah, when you're not when you're not getting paid to play and there's money on it, it's usually not usually not good. And but, you, uh, you you throw a little alcohol in the mix, things things are gonna yeah, get yeah. they escalate quickly. Yeah, I wouldn't. My dad would be down there at five hundred dollars on it. She wouldn't talk to me. I don't know if I want to deal with that. So. A lot a lot of a lot of pressure would be on you guys. Um, other than yeah. other than the obvious, you know, answer we already talked about Placid Prime being the most intimidating stadium to walk into, kind of most raucous fan base. Where else do you just hate to play because the fans are just wild? Um, I mean, I I have to go up with they always they always bring a wild a wild crowd. They bring the tractors um, out, huh? Yeah, usually usually well they or that or the golf carts out. <laughs> the golf carts. Um, most of them are. Most of the fans are probably still drunk from the night before yeah. and drinking again, so they there get pretty tra- rowdy. Cascades car is the Ford Taurus. Epworth is the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> oh, that's, that's what it is. Um, what's also your favorite venue to throw back some bush lattes after the game? Who's got the best facilities? Uh, I believe Bernard. We are top notch. No, no denying that we. I feel like we no, compete. No with bias there, yeah. huh? No, no, not at all. You know, and it's an easy well, commute yeah. over to the you know the painted horse too, or even yeah, or yeah. even Brownie's backyard. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta have porch beers at Brownie's uh, front porch. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're redoing their back patio thing, so that'll be phenomenal. Just, once just that's to kind of hash through the game, you know, you gotta take you gotta take a step back after those games and really evaluate just from every angle, really. Yeah, you know, just sit back and think how lucky we are that we get to just go. Just get back to the chalkboard. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, no bother at all. I think Bernard's got the, the yeah. best, the coldest beer, the. The coldest beer and the, the finest uh, women. Finest women, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll leave you. We got one last question here. We'd just like you to tell us any funny stories or the fu- kind of funniest thing or craziest thing you've ever seen playing semi-pro. Craziest thing I've ever seen playing on, on semi-pro. or off the field. On or off the field. Um, Keep it PG. I would, you got a teaching job, probably, Eric. Be careful here. <laughs> yeah, this was probably five or six years ago. Um, we were, I was playing with Epworth, but not like out and beat out of the tournament, so I, and I didn't get to play in it. Um, so Epworth called and said, do you want to play for us? Play so for I said, sure. Sounds a little um, illegal, got, but continue. What? Sounds a little illegal, but continue. Well, so we, uh, so they had a game in Placid. Um, this, they got, we got beat in the semifinal for the consolation game we were playing. I think it was Key West, who was, you know, we were pretty good at the time. Whoever with Dubuque or somebody that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a game in um, Placid, Epworth did, a league game, and they drank a whole five-gallon um, jug of jungle juice oh during my. the game. <laughs> it was in the so dugout like it was Gatorade? In the dugout, yeah. So oh they showed my. up, and they were, there was like four or five of them that were just bombed. Um, and oh. we went out and we beat Dubuque three to two that day um, with oh. like four or five hammered. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the. Oh my! Was, they hadn't, they hadn't have been worth a crap out there. Could they do anything? That's legendary, dude. Brett, <laughs> Brett um, I think Brett struck out. I think four times on twelve or on twelve pitches. Yeah, it was just. It was. For those of you out there that don't know baseball, that's not good. That's not what you're shooting for. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then to still win the game somehow um, was pretty was pretty awesome. So that was that was one story that I that I remember. That's that's a great story. You remember a couple years back? This is kind of one of my favorite memories. We were at Placid, and Randy Reed got called out on strikes. And you remember when he just gunned his bat against the backstop and shattered it? That was great. That was. That was. He did that. Uh, he did that. And then I remember one time at Swingle, he struck out and he threw his bat down and snapped it in half too. Uh, Do the old. The old snap the bat over the knee, this complete hard yeah. ass. <laughs> I heard the league find him and made him do, go to two weeks of counseling for that. Is well, that true? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think was, what they did is they put him on probation from smoking cigs for a couple weeks. I, really taught him a lesson think, in the dugout. I think he was forced into early retirement now that I think <laughs> I think the league pushed him out. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's yeah, why he's that gone this year. Oh. Hey, I, I remember, I, was, I should have said, Probably the time that you rounded second base and went into third base and looked like a scorpion trying to slide into oh, third yeah. base on one of the. See, me, yeah. and, me and J Rod were talking about this last week. I was a one. I was a one, maybe two to a player. Like I could somewhat hit and I could run, but other than that, the other the other facets of the game just weren't really my thing. One of them was sliding. I just didn't know how to do it. You you look like you look like a a, a baby calf on ice. A deer, a deer on yep. ice. Yep. Yeah. 
but just the fundamentals no. of the game just they slipped my mind out there. <laughs> hey, but other than that, Eric, unless you got anything else for us, that's that's all we got. We appreciate you coming on. I think this was a good one here. It was yeah, good talking it's, to it's you. It's been a great podcast, and we'd like to just stress anyone listen to you know head out to the Bernard Ballpark as much mm-hmm. as possible. Support this year. those Indians. Support the local clubs. Yep, yep. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Call back anytime you need some uh, questionable baseball knowledge. I'll, hey, I'll try to help you out. You got it. We've been looking for one. You of those. speak we well. Rec- we uh, recently fired our uh, hitting analyst, Nate McMullen, so yep. we're in the need for someone in the baseball market with some inside intelligence. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to help as, <laughs> as much as I can. But yeah, yeah, McMullen, thanks, guys, McMullen, was just, McMullen was showing up drunk. He just wasn't getting the job done, so we had to let him go. Nope. <laughs> 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 Too many late nights. Yep. <laughs> Too many nights out chasing women. We need a we need a lockdown man like yourself that we can rely on. So yeah, we th- yeah, I'm, I'll be here. We, <laughs> we we thank you for coming on and you have bet. a great rest of your Sunday, Eric. We'll talk to you soon. You too, guys. Later, Later, boss. Guys.